702 for the curious. Streaming countrywide on the 702 app. Well, coming up in this hour, we talk about side hustlers and freelancers uh, cashing in on the digital transformation that COVID-19 is forcing us into. But first things first, uh, first, Kotsa Rams joining us on the line, television host and entertainment enthusiast. Uh, good morning and happy Woo! Friday to you, brah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nick. How are you doing? Uh, you know, so far, so good. Uh, we, we can yeah. only be thankful for, for the small things. And, and while it may be cold and I'm freezing here in studio... Uh, it's at least Friday, eh? Yes, it's a beautiful Friday. And, uh, you know, I- I've got some hot tea, and I mean that literally and figuratively. So uh, I think we'll be okay. We'll be all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, come, spill the tea for us here. Uh, let's kick things off with a bit of a sad story here. Veteran at uh, Menzi and Gubani. He's been hospitalized Absolutely. this week. Yeah, that's very true. This was a, a very uh, difficult week for South Africans and fans of this veteran actor. He was admitted into hospital under what a lot of media outlets speculate to be complications with a kidney transplant that he had back in 2014. Um, now, the family did release an official statement early on in the week in which they did confirm that he is out of danger and that he is recuperating and that they would like to appeal to fans to respect the hospital doctor-patient confidentiality. So they didn't really get into what the issue was, why he was hospitalized, what we do know is that he is back home and that he is doing good, thankfully. So uh, South Africa really rallied behind him this weekend, praying and uh, keeping him in our thoughts. And uh, so we're just happy that he's okay. I think what's unfortunate about this issue is that Mendy Gubani was once again, um, you know, a lot of people claim that there was fake news going around that he passed away. It's so unfortunate that this is happening to him again because it happened to him back in 2018 yeah. when the same thing happened. There, there, there's um, a special place in hell for, for those of us that call time in people's lives on social media before they're actually right? dead. It's terrible. But the good news this time is that they did find the culprit who was behind um, the fake news. So he has been dealt with. Well, so. let's 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 hope uh, that uh, Black Twitter went after him in in the same way as Samizi and Tlongo. We'll get to that in a moment or so. Uh, yeah. But but hip hip hooray for Boitsi, Casper Vest and some other African music sensations. They got uh, signed up to a, a Urban Culture Labour Def Jam. They did. Isn't that amazing? I mean, um, yeah. it seems like a lot of hip hop artists are just doing incredible things. I mean, Nasty C was the first to be signed to Def Jam International. So Def Jam is now sort of moving into Africa. And alongside Casper Nubes, there's also other incredible artists like Nadia Nakai, there's Kehoe, and there's some other artists also from Cameroon and Nigeria. So they are expanding uh, their brand into the African market. And they hope to, they, they really just want to capitalize on the talent that exists here, particularly in hip hop, Afrobeats, as well as trap music. So this is a win. This is amazing. So I also see another South African artist doing amazing things is yeah. DJ Black Coffee. I mean, he is cashing in as many people are really gasping for air and trying to find a livelihood during COVID-19. This guy has what? just bought a significant take in uh, Gallo Music. Yeah. Now, what I love about Black Coffee is that he, whatever decision that he makes, it's always for like the bigger picture, right? So, yes, recently, and it's not surprising that this was so low-key, and a lot of people don't know about this, but recently, um, yes, uh, Black Coffee acquired quite a large stake in Gala Music. A lot of people might not know this, but Gala Music has been 
a huge staple in the South African music scene. So he got pretty emotional about this deal because he says that it is not really about him, but it's what about it means for the collective South African music community and the ecosystem. It's about changing the narrative from what was highly an exploitative system to one of renewal and fairness. So he really hopes to change the music scene in that, you know, a lot of, we all know the stories, a lot of our artists are constantly being exploited and not getting their worth in terms of their money. So he really does want to be the change maker that changes that sort of tired narrative when it comes to the SA music scene. And we are so excited. And I cannot wait for what this means for the industry and what this means for Black Coffee just as an international superstar as well. So, whoop, whoop. I think I've been seeing a lot of whoops this morning. Yeah, so, yeah. I can check you're excited, but carry on spilling that uh, that tea there. Uh, something that I got to be honest irritates me a lot is the tours that uh, AKA gets involved with uh, in in various you know uh, forms yeah. with various people. Mm-hmm. In my mind, AKA is just looking for attention. But hey, he's got like a million Twitter followers and far more money than me, so maybe I just need to shut up. Um, but maybe. <laughs> But Ricky Rick, I mean, he has now also delved into this. I mean, why is he now, you know, Ungenapi Ricky Rick now all of a sudden he's apologizing to Sizwit Lomo uh, yeah. after after this tour between Sizwit and AKA? Yeah, so, so for me, it didn't even have to get, this this tour didn't even have to get here to begin with, you know? I mean, as you know, AKA spilled the tea on his terrible deal that he had with Reebok and how he thought that it was unfair and that there were no royalties given to him for the sneakers that did incredibly well. Cesar Romo came in to defend AKA after a lot of tweets were questioning AKA's credibility and calling him a fraud. So Cesar Romo basically said, nope, um, AKA is an incredible artist, but he's a terrible businessman. And I guess Yo. AKA t- took offense to that gap. And that's what spoiled the three-week-long tour um, Ricky Rick and Delez, which is uh, AKA's best friend, got involved uh, through an Instagram live conversation in which Ricky Rick said that Cesar Romo basically needs to stay out of this, mind his own business, because he doesn't make his bread and butter in the music industry. Um, but later on, Ricky Rick came out and apologized um, to Cesar Romo. He actually said that they had a one-hour-long phone call in which they ironed out their beef, and uh, he clarified that he has mad love for Cesar Romo and that, uh, yeah, they're good now. So there mm-hmm. is no more war. It's all peace and love. So the three-week-long feud is finally over. So we can all sort of breathe a sigh of relief, except that when that one died, another one began. And this time, it was between Ziki Mazwai and Cesar and Did you hear about this one? Yeah, I mean, Samizi, uh, Black Twitter's uh, got a bit of a. Uh, how do I how do I describe it? You know, where, where's the, the South African colloquial term for for what's happening to Samizi? Uh, the hashtag Samizi must fall uh, has been gaining some serious tra- attraction. I I would have thought mm. that that he would have been slayed a little bit more for that uh, uh, mishap with uh, Kylian Balula and going down to to uh, uh, different lockdown levels. But uh, fill us in with what's going down here. So, okay. Uh, so on Twitter, it was actually earlier, later on in the week. So Mili basically had a video that he shared in his social media in which he just said, Black Twitter, he doesn't like what Black Twitter represents, right? I mean, we all know the moment you say Black Twitter, a lot of us quiver and shiver and we all get a little 
anxious about it because really Black Twitter has just become this place where we know that it sort of encourages a lot of negativity, right? Um, it, it highlights and puts a spotlight on all things that are terrible and all things that are just nasty. And that's the comment that uh, Sunil was making, that Black Twitter should not be this place of negativity. Instead, we should be celebrating blackness. We should be celebrating excellence and we should be encouraging one another. That's what he said. I don't quite know why Black Twitter got offended by this, but they were like, oh, hell no, Sumizi. And that's when the hashtag Sumizi must fall to start gaining traction. And then out of nowhere, everybody is rallying behind this hashtag, which was at the top of the trading list for a couple of hours, which is so strange to me. I mean, I'm sure you can understand where Sumizi was coming from with that comment. Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show you that uh, you know, even when you think you might be doing something harmless on Twitter, it can very quickly blow up in your face and uh, yeah. you find yourself at the at the sharp end of black Twitter. I'll be honest, I, I try and keep a low profile on Twitter at the best of times for that. I fail. Well, I'll be honest, I, I fail. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm always just thinking back to... I'm always like, okay, so I, I tweet quite a bit. And I tweet about everything from television to just personal jokes and that sort of thing I always worry what did I tweet 10 years ago that I could flare up today and everybody is just going to shun and Black Twitter is going to shun me for it so that's always something I have at the back of my mind because these things do happen you know um, and another thing that did happen on Twitter as well just keeping on the Somizi topic is that Ndiki Mazwai and Somizi have got this long-standing feud, right? Let me just tell you how this all happened. So I don't, know quite, I don't quite know if you remember, but last year, Sumizi, Comedy Central had a roast of uh, Sumizi in Songo. Um And somehow, Ntiki Mazar believes that this whole roast was done in order to kill her brand. So during that roast, a number of the people on the panel, which included Ntiki Mazwa as well, uh, roasted Ziki Mazawai quite heavily, including Nomizamo um, Mbata and, uh, you know, a lot of other comedians. They were all roasting Ziki Mazawai. And Ziki Mazawai, that she, her brand was tarnished after that, which is so interesting because Ziki Mazawai has always been a Twitter troll. I'm not quite sure what the roast did to her brand, but it wasn't already. And um, she basically believes that gay, that this whole twerp, it's all because uh, alpha females are a threat to gay men. Hmm. That is, that's the statement. Very interesting there. Um, but of course, uh, a lot of tweets had a lot of rebuttals to say that, oh no, girl, so me did not kill your brand. You're, you did that yourself. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Your shots fired. Shots fired. Kotsa, we've got to go to, to business now, but uh, let's wrap up business with you. Where can we find out uh, more from you and your, in your tea? Your tea bag was very, very uh, strong today. Uh, how do we follow Hi. you on social media? Do you got uh, a website we can follow? Uh, so you can find me on at Kotaram. That's the handle. Otherwise, you can just search for Skinny Rambo and you can find me on all the social media platforms as well. Otherwise, um, yeah, all the tweets, I mean, sorry, the, the recording of the, this week's entertainment news can also be found on thepostofficially.com. Kotsa Rams, always a pleasure chatting to him and his partner in crime, Luazi, uh, about the latest comings and goings in the world of entertainment news.